Hey, Christian, what's the one thing we have no control over on set? Uh, our bowel movements? <laughs> Wait, no, that's not the right answer, is it? Wait, it's the weather. <laughs> it's the weather. But that is a good one. I mean, I mean, there's nothing that strikes fear in me more than like, oh, no, that's why generally as much as I love and I know that there's so many great caterers out there. This is not I'm not coming for anybody. I'm just saying (laughs) my body and catering can sometimes not be great. So, yeah, but I get it. The weather. Sure. The weather. Yes. The weather. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. People are always freaked out about weather, mostly on the client side. We deal with it all the time, but mostly on the client side, no matter what location you're shooting in. It's because there's always money tied in it. If you have to cancel or postpone due to weather, it's a shitload of money. It is. You know, unless you have weather insurance, which I haven't seen weather insurance included in a budget in 15 years or more. Years. Yeah. It's too expensive. Yeah. And often once we start a project... Or even if you're bidding it way back in the bidding process, we're asked to estimate the cost of a weather day so they can have a budget set aside for that instance. But how exactly do you do that? Because there's so many variables. (laughs) I ask myself that question every (laughs) single time. Does the rain come on your most complex day with cranes and special effects and all 150 extras? Or does it come on the simplest day when you're just doing a product shot? My motto is to always give the worst case scenario. So when you are estimating, just pretend it's going to happen on the worst day. Then you're covered. Exactly. Yeah. And then like things like, you know, what if the rain lasts for three days, but your budget only covered one day cancellation? So, you know, you have to caveat that <laughs> those costs are one day push. If you have to push two or three days, it's going to cost that or I incrementally mean, more. You have to caveat the hell out of it. Yeah. So many questions. But by the end of this 30 minute episode and my cocktail, <laughs> you're going to understand our ways of budgeting and preparing for a client and weather day. Yeah. Grab yourself a drink and stick around for this episode. Welcome to the Producers Happy Hour with your hosts, Sister Christian and Lawrence Lewis. We are two producers with over 20 years of experience each, chatting over drinks about what it means and what it takes to be a good producer. Join us for insightful interviews and informative show topics that will help you get through your toughest jobs, biggest production challenges, and most difficult clients. So grab a drink. You're going to need it. And let's get to it. Because making shit is hard. How you doing? I'm good. Wintertime in L.A. Busy, 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 as always. You're started off slow, but I think it's ramping up. I think so, too. And I just passed living here for a year. It has flown by. Congratulations. That's amazing. How has L.A. been treating you? And do you miss New York? Yes. Both. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sure. Yes. I don't know. Help. <laughs> Help. I just have to Ooh. say it's like I don't like I don't know anymore because you know like my last years in New York were COVID years. Right. Yeah. That is so. A I don't really have. To... I mean, like what I miss of New York may not even be what is New York is now. So of course I miss New York and I miss everybody there and I miss working there. L.A. is great. There's so many great things here and, you know, stuff to do and such. But, you know, it's the most expensive place to live in the world. Did you know that? (laughs) (laughs) According to every article that I keep getting spammed with. I know, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, you know, it is what it is. (laughs) 
It is what it is. <laughs> and uh, I bet you did not expect all the rain that we had, some record-breaking rain, and it's going to get more and more every Listen, year. here's a big myth. I'm going to bust it for everybody out there. Seems like, I mean, who ever fucking heard of a of an atmospheric river before. Do you know those are rivers <laughs> that just happen like 10,000 feet in the air? Like, yes. who knew? Like, it just, well, that said, you know. <laughs> I can tell you the nice weather in LA was not a myth. This is all relatively well, new and changing climate Oh, there's something going on with the climate. Yeah, I'm not sure I don't know if you've if heard you or not. Heard. I don't know. Yeah, well, so. I can say that um, there was a whole agency made out here named 72 and Sunny for a reason. <laughs> exactly. Because that's what it used to always be. And it's just not that, I can tell you. It's not. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally raining as we are recording this. So it's a perfect mm-hmm. day to discuss everything you need to know and think about in order to properly bid, budget, put together a plan for unfavorable weather, and most importantly, how to prepare your client, whether that's an ad agency or client direct, how to prepare them, because they're the ones usually most worried about it. Yeah, it seems like this request has happened to me more, like the request for weather days happened to me Mm -hmm. more in the past four months than it has in the past 10 years. And I don't know whether this is a trend or not, or whether it's coming back, but they're almost impossible to predict. Like the weather. (laughs) Like the weather, yeah. Just full of puns today. (laughs) Um, Before we go here, I've got this for you. Oh, no, not that. Here I go. There you go. Full of puns Ah. today. It is happy hour time. Wherever anyone may be, it's always happy hour time, right? So what are you drinking today? Today I am having a wild turkey American honey on the rock. And when I say the rock, I do mean the rock. Just one. <laughs> the rock himself. No. Um, I just meant one ice cube, but sure. Sure. <laughs> I'll take whomever uh, I can get. <laughs> I am celebrating this episode with a dark and stormy. See what I did there? <laughs> Shut up. Mm-hmm. See? Puns galore. It's, this is a build drink. And, you know, I'm I'm going to try and say tell this, say this every time. Rather, it's like either a shaken drink or a build drink, right? And there's one other I don't remember. But this is a build drink. Just pour all the ingredients into your glass. Two ounces of rum, mm-hmm. half ounce of lime juice, freshly squeezed if you have it, ginger beer to the top, about five ounces or so, and garnish it with some lime. Delicious. <laughs> Delicious. Dark and stormy. Okay, well, look, we cover a lot of topics on these episodes, and there are often a lot of external sources, links, articles, and information that go Mm -hmm. into the detail on the things we chat about. And we love to share that information, that supporting information in our listeners' newsletter. We also share some important industry news as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Keep you up on all the gossip because our industry is changing faster than I can drink this cocktail, although I'm really fast at cocktail drinking. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> and it, you know, and it's important to us, it's important to you, so we want to keep you up to date. Exactly. So if you're if you are loving the show and everything we chat about, head over to producershappyhour.com. Or click the link in our show notes to sign up for the listener's newsletter. Look, we don't have time to spam you. Swear to God, I don't have time to, no. I mean, to barely Fair. breathe, right? Yeah. We want to send you a couple of emails a month, packed full of helpful info from us. Sign up on the website. Do us a favor. After you get the first newsletter, let us know what you think. Because we live for your feedback. We do. We do. Let me set the stage for you, Lawrence. Are you ready? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Close your eyes. Imagine okay. this. Yes. You are budgeting a three-day shoot. It's not a crazy job. 
at all. You're going to have, you're going to be filming interiors and exteriors one Mm -hmm. location a day. So let's say day one is a house, day two is a park and day three is an office or some sort of other, you know, building or something. You're going to be filming all over that fucking house on day one, outside, inside, garage, all Mm. of it, park. You're going to be outside most of the day, right? And then the office day, you're going to be inside, but there'll definitely be like a part where somebody's walking into the building, you need an establishing shot, right? Of course. So, what do you do? How do you bid this? Oh, <laughs> how do you how do you bid boy. a wedding day on this? All right, <laughs> all right. Well, how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time, right? Okay, mm-hmm. so if you're in a season where there may be some inclement weather, or anywhere else besides LA, or anywhere else besides LA, <laughs> except these days, okay, it rains in LA too. It seems it does. Great idea if you can put all your exterior shooting on day one. Save all the rest of the shoot for interior only, but sometimes that's um, not possible. possible. Exactly. I so, will tell you that right now. Unpossible. Unpossible. So how do you do it? So basically, when you're asked to put together a weather day, you, you have to come up with a scenario just like Sister did. Well, you got the job. But then what's the bidding scenario? The bidding scenario is it's, let's say you scouted a Thursday or Friday. You did fittings Monday, pre-pro on Tuesday. Your shoot is Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Yeah. Let's say it's Tuesday morning and all of a sudden there's weather a hurricane a hurricane a, a bomb cyclone a, a, uh, a snowstorm atmospheric river <laughs> something you know you get a call from the agency everybody's panicking what do we do what do we do and and you have to figure out if you're going to shoot or not and what the cost would be if you cancel that day and mm-hmm. either slide the whole schedule by a day so thursday friday saturday right thursday friday saturday mm-hmm. or you move wednesday shoot to Saturday. Right. And then you just pick up on mm-hmm. on Thursday with the right. regular. Well, there's plan. so many scenarios like that that you yeah. can like you can you can spin your wheels coming mm-hmm. up with the different scenarios on how to give a weather day money, right? Right. So we suggest that you just pick one. Pick the worst. Yeah, exactly. The scenario is is that you're gonna push a day. Mm-hmm. If you put this weather budget together back when you were bidding it and you have no idea what the weather is, if you plan for the worst, which is the day before. Right? Yes. You're already going to pay everybody for that. You're already going to pay everybody. So that's the worst case scenario. If you find out the week before, hey, there is a weather system coming. There's no doubt. Let's postpone the shoot. You're going to spend less. I mean, you'll still spend money, but it'll be a lot less the week before. So your weather day budget protected you, right? Mm Because you're bidding for the worst case scenario. Okay. Mm -hmm. So now we've done that. We know the scenario. How do you do it, sister? How do you start putting those numbers in the thing? Okay, so let's just take our AICP bid, the 300 (laughs) line number budget, right? And then I just, Mm -hmm. the first thing I do is I eliminate everything. I make a copy. Actually, the very first thing that I do is is save it as weather day budget. (laughs) Otherwise, you know, (laughs) then you're rebuilding. But yeah, so I, I make a copy of it, save it as the weather day budget. Then what I do is I remove like everything from 1A except for one day for the production department. Why is that? Well, because, you know, like I I leave one day of wrap in for producer, for PM, for coordinator and the office PA. And that's just in case something does arise, like an insurance claim. I mean, Mm -hmm. you're still going to be working that day, the day before. Like if your shoot cancels on Tuesday afternoon uh, or pushes a day on Tuesday afternoon, Wednesday, you're still working. It's still a prep day. So it's still an unaccounted day that you did not know you were going to have. So yep. I leave that in one day. There you go. Then I go to 1B and I take it all down to one day. 
Mm-hmm. Then I go, then I go onto the page too, and I take out casting. I take out, you know, I leave in 30, 40% of the location fees because you yep. will still have spent that permitting and all that's still spent. I leave in catering because you've in you have to speak to your caterer, but there still could be a cancellation cost there too. Yeah. Essentially by then they've already shopped, right? Exactly. Like they bought all the groceries. And the labors are they've probably already prepped. Yeah. Yep. They probably I mean, yeah, you've probably already paid labor on the the chefs, right? Mm-hmm. Wardrobe, you know, I usually take the wardrobe money out because mm-hmm. You know, everything's been shopped. The fittings have happened, everything. So just, you know, leave that alone or like take that out. You don't need that in. I will, for art department, I'll leave a day in for everybody just because mm-hmm. you just, you, you don't know what you don't know. And you're always planned on this, everything going, re- being returned on the following Monday. So it's all, you know, those rentals are usually encompassed. But I do leave in the gear. Mm, yes. So when I get over to the camera and stuff, like you had originally rented it for three days. And yes, of course, you can talk to the camera house, but essentially you may have to pay some fees there Mm -hmm. because they may have been expecting it back by a certain point. And then they have to push, then they have to do sub rentals. Like it, it could, it could become a hurtful thing. So I leave that stuff in, then I take out hard drives that yeah, kind of stuff. Yeah. Things that, like things that you just are purchases right. that you've bought but, and paid for, then you have. What assets do you have? You retain those. Yeah. And then I leave in, you know, your director's got to get paid. And so a lot of people forget that, like, you know, like they only, you know, the director should only get the shoot days that they worked, but no, like they were also booked for that particular shoot day. So they should get an additional fee. Yeah. Exactly. And then lastly, um, if you have bid for talent, then I would say that I would leave a day in a session fee in for all the talent. Because again, if you've already booked them and they were meaning to work on Wednesday, then you have to pay them. And mm-hmm. going back to bidding the worst case scenario, if one day you have four talent, the next day you have 35 talent, yep. you should be bidding the 35 talent day. When you're budgeting it, you don't know how your shoot schedule lays out and what is filming on which day. So you should always, again, prepare for the worst day. Like if you have one day of Steadicam, then you should absolutely put that one day of Steadicam person and equipment into your weather budget. Absolutely. Cover yourself for every single thing. Christian, why are locations always such a hassle in our jobs? I know. And I get all kinds of jobs. Like, here's one for you. Celebrity interview. Celebrity lives somewhere like Memphis, Tennessee Mm -hmm. or Minneapolis. So I have to find a location near their house that is for a simple interview, but it still needs to be like a loft type setting. And it needs to be on the first floor versus like Uh, on the third floor walk up. Right, right. And and the surprise, the budget does not have a proper location scout in the budget. Yeah. What do you do? I mean, I've used marketplace stuff. I've certainly used Airbnb for this, but uh, th- that can be a time suck and dealing directly with homeowners is like, no thanks. It's a nightmare. And like you said, sometimes I get on a job so early, I've got to do some pre-research before I can exactly. bring a scout on mm-hmm. or there aren't enough scouting days in the budget. Guess what? That's your job. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I've used those marketplaces too, but there's like a million steps between us seeing a listing that we think could work, the director loving it, but us actually seeing it in person and booking it and securing it and doing all that, it it can just be a nightmare. Well, drumroll, please. Yes. That is where our friends at Ave come in. (gasps) Yes. Ave are the first nationwide location scouting company. Ave has a huge private network, 
and you can save a ton of time and money getting you the perfect location wherever you need it. Simply fill out a quick form. You'll be paired with an amazing location producer and you'll receive a curated report with the best location options for your project. From there, they'll handle everything from walkthroughs to negotiating your location agreements and even permitting if needed. And they'll work seamlessly with you, your location manager, or your production team, whatever you need. There are oh. no upfront costs, and they only get paid if you book the location you need, which is Which is magical. amazing. I yes. cannot believe that part. So please <laughs> save time, money, and your sanity by adding Avey to your producer <laughs> toolbox. Visit Avey at com. You're not going to regret it, I promise. And tell them we sent you. Okay. Yes. Now that you've laid it all out, I want to bring mm-hmm. up some some things. And 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 this is all things that should be caveated when you turn in this weather day budget, bid, estimate, whatever. But some things that uh, come to mind, like when you're talking to, about art department, take out all those all those costs. There may be a, a specialty prop that you had already booked for that day, like a picture car. Right. And that picture car is going to have to come back. So you should talk to your art department to kind of say, hey, are there any special items that we're going to get an extra bill from? Because, you know, most of the most of the props and set dressing you've rented, it's usually on a weekly rental. So you're pretty safe with all that. But if there's any specialty things, special equipment that uh, you only have for that particular day, then you're going to have to put that in. Right. in as well, right? Yeah. So in the scenario that we're talking about where um, we're pushing from Wednesday, Thursday, Friday to Thursday, Friday, Saturday, some of your departments will get into a sixth day. Mm-hmm. Like your, you know, wardrobe department probably, some art department probably. I mean, you know, if you did your tech scout the week before, you should be safe there. But yet you should definitely caveat with this does not include overtime or... Yep sixth and seventh day charges due to pushing because of weather. Exactly. You know, in some situations, if the shoot's Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Mm -hmm. you have a weather day, Mm -hmm. maybe your location, talent, or some key crew aren't available Saturday, Sunday, and or you can't get the permit or something, and you have to move that day to a Monday. Mm -hmm. Now that means you have to hold everything over the weekend. Yeah, and so you have parking Yep. Costs you have, um, you know, like you have to, I mean, make sure that the, if if you were originally on a three-day weekly rental, you would possibly be okay. But some markets charge you per day. They don't have a weekly rental. Exactly. You should be aware of that. And weekend holds, these are negotiating points, but you can come up with all these scenarios, but you just have to bid one and you have to, you have to clarify it. And, and mm-hmm. in your bid letter for this Weather Day budget, it should say something about this assumes... A single day push of the schedule does not include, you know, hold fees, weekend fees, down days, downtime, all of that kind of stuff just to make sure you Right, travel costs. Yeah. It doesn't cover any of this. This literally covers what if you had to pick up your first shoot day and put it at the end of the shoot. That's right. it. Right, exactly. Good, good thing to talk about travel costs as well. It's another day. If you're if you're on location, it's another day in the hotel. It's another day of per diem for everybody, mm-hmm. right? So you got to mm-hmm. keep that in there. And then here's an interesting thing that can catch you, not always, but it can catch you up sometimes. It's like, you know, you put in these rates for like equipment. Yes. Right. And you can say, you know, 
three days at 4500 a day for, you know, a grip package or yeah, something exactly. like that. Mm-hmm, You're, mm-hmm. That's a, kind of a made-up number to get you to a whole number at the end that you feel yes. safe with. 20 grand. Okay, great. Do I feel safe? With my grip package at 20 grand, no, I don't. But okay, let's just say 20 grand, whatever it is, does that feel like a safe number? Yeah, sure. Three days, you know, blah, blah, blah. And here you are. But once you kind of break down in your bid, your original bid, mm-hmm. three days at 1,500 a day, three days at 4,500 a day, now when you go to either do an overage or a weather day, you can only charge, in theory, one day. So now you got to put one at, and they're going to hold you to whatever rate exactly. you put in there. So if you kind of fudge those numbers just to get you to a a sum total that looks good, Mm -hmm. you're going to bone yourself on the weather day because it might actually be your first two days were $7,500 a day. And on day three, you drop down to just a small $2,500 run gun package. Yeah. So when when you amortize equipment package so it's even over three days, Mm -hmm. it can hurt you when... You had to you had to qualify it. Yeah. Quantify. Yeah. And then I have the I have the opposing view on that when I mm-hmm. just I just had a fucking budget looked at by a cost consultant. A little mm. vomit as I vomit right now. And I had put um trucking in because we were gonna have a cube truck for a week and twelve hundred dollars. And it got to the oh, seems high. And I was like, great. So here's seven days at two two five and it came out to like fifteen hundred dollars. Yeah. So which would you so take that cost consultant. So I think that you're right. There is a balance and there is something to be said about putting in your lump sum fees because then you can divide it up as much as you possibly can later. Just know that, you know, sometimes that's the way to go and sometimes like breaking it completely out is the way to go and you never know until you <laughs> till somebody calls you out on it. Exactly. Just doing the best we can. <laughs> exactly. It's like every single production company has their own guidelines. So have you had some crazy weather experience that you just didn't expect or kind of caused a, a, a little bit of strife? (laughs) <laughs> oh, yeah. One I will tell is January of 2021, two years ago. And I was filming in Dallas. I was doing a promo for a show called Cruel Summer, and um, which was filming down there. I had a full crew, stage for days, motion control set up. We were practicing for two days on motion control, whole nine yards. We were filming over the weekend because that's when the talent had down for the, you know, from their filming schedule. And... Saturday, wake up. It was going to be a later call time. Get to the stage at 11. And there was a huge 500-year storm coming that (laughs) a blizzard (laughs) to Dallas. Yeah. So um, who knew? Yeah, we'd been I'd been keeping everybody up to date on it. We had the network on the line with fifty executives at least, along with the tap the celebrity talent agents. Mm-hmm. And a few other people who were very high up at the network, they were all asking me, who I was leading the call, yeah, why to let me know how much money they were going to lose if we canceled the shoot. And all I could stick behind was safety. 
Yeah. All I, it's all I could do was say the safe thing to do right now is to cancel this shoot because it's coming and it's going to be bad. People in Texas do not know how to drive in the snow. There are no snow plows. There's no salting. Like I just had to right. stick to that line and repeat it over and over again because in a good conscience, I could not suggest that we just get what we can and start to send people home as the weather got worse. No. Yeah. So I just had to stick to it. You know, that's really good on you because, you know, safety is at the fore, should be at the forefront of every producer's brain in all of these situations. And especially when you're working out of town, you know, you might be comfortable working in L.A. or New York or something. In other cities, a lot of people travel in from very far away. Not everybody is living in the city. So if you are going to try to shoot, get what you can and call it when it just gets way too hard, now you've got a crew member who might be three hours away from home because they live out of the city Mm -hmm. and they travel in for work. Well, one of the things that I did in order to prepare for this call was pull the the lead teamster, Mm -hmm. who was also the lead teamster on the show, and Mm -hmm. also who was providing the the hair, makeup, wardrobe, all of it, and say, what is your opinion? You are the driver. You have the trucks. Like, what can, like, what? And he was like, no, I'm not. (laughs) <laughs> and then I, <laughs> I well, also, <laughs> so we were also setting up elite car services for the celebrity talent that was involved and the car services canceled. And when a, a you know, somebody like Music Express or BL, when they canceled, yeah. just, you know, it's done. like, you know, that those are professional drivers. They know what they're doing. And if they're nervous and they won't drive in it, why are you risking your script supervisor's life or your PA's life who is driving an equipment truck who may not have that much experience? Why? Don't, basically. And also, one thing we didn't mention was the cutoff time for canceling a day. It's late right now. It's four o'clock in the new contract. Is that right? I think so. But I would say that, especially if it's busy out there, you owe people money. They've turned down work for this day. Yeah. Yeah. Don't try and pull that. And Mm -mm. some smart agency is going to say, hey, we have until four with the crew and we don't have to pay them. You're going to have to be prepared to have that conversation and protect your crew because they should get paid. Yeah, if they cancel and then you're looking to push a day, then you're going to have to be replacing your entire crew for that third day. Yeah. All right, here's the other half of it. How do you prepare your client slash agency for oh. weather because Lance, you should take they, this one <laughs> I can tell you captain diplomacy let's go they're often very panicked the call that i always get goes like this so what's our plan if there's weather <laughs> <laughs> yes lawrence what is our plan <laughs> um our plan is either we're going to shoot through it or yep. we're not going to shoot are, I know, those, there's two, <laughs> there's, those the two options. You got two choices here. You we could rewrite choices. the entire script and redo. Yeah. <laughs> no, mm-hmm. I'm kidding. <laughs> I mean, if you do have the ability to swap a location, if there's one all-day interior and you can swap it, of course, you're going to do that. If you're all exterior and that question comes up, there is no other answer. We either shoot in the rain or snow right. if it's mm-hmm. safe or mm-hmm. we cancel the day. And at some point, we're going to have to make that decision together. And there's no sense in checking the weather every day. 
<laughs> I know, but please feel free and let me feel know free. what it says. <laughs> feel free. And they're going to ask you. They're going to expect you to. The, you know, your clients are going to be expecting oh. you to be a, a, weather, a meteorologist all of a sudden. Right. You're going to have to have the weather report every, you know, twice a day ready to go. So, you know, you're going to have to have it. But honestly, it doesn't mean anything until you get to like a couple days before or yes. the day before it can even change. Yeah, I mean, it's weather. <laughs> this is the one thing I cannot control on the set. Mm -hmm. So all we can do is respond to it. And then if they do want to shoot through the rain, then you do have to also add the caveat that at some point, I reserve the right to call the day if it becomes unsafe. And yes. when is that? When, when mm -hmm. you know, the thunder and lightning starts and you've got, you know, metal poles up in the sky and mm -hmm. do you have GFIs on all the power? Those are some moments where you have to be really smart and, and, and stand up for your crew. Yeah. yeah, I was in um, Mexico on a job mm -hmm. where we had a 18K mm -hmm, in a mm -hmm. rowboat mm -hmm, reflecting the the moon <laughs> onto right. the water for a Corona ad. Yeah. And a thunderstorm rolled in oh. and lightning was popping oh. the fucking ocean. Uh -huh. And I can tell you the client got super angry when we called it for safety super angry like really like wow devastatingly so and it was the last shot of the last day and the job had gone amazing and we ended on that note and i could not believe that we were having a discussion about safety that was so heated that's it happens though that's really wild it does happen wow mm -hmm. well i'm glad you called it because that was the right thing to do well you know uh, also, the all the workers. All the workers you know, said no. <laughs> you have a yeah. lot of people looking at you at that moment, <laughs> like, and it takes a big set of gonads to like it call it. But it, but you, like, there was yeah. no question in my mind. We're, you're in a high stakes position with mm -hmm. a lot of money at stake in a but foreign safety. country. Can't get a hold oh, yeah. of anybody at the production. Like it was a scary moment to even be on the beach let alone the yeah. two people in the rowboat oh, turning the light on and off. Yeah. I'm laughing because it was so horrible. I have two quick stories. One, I, I called a weather day the day before. I believe it was Miami, Florida, which oh, yeah. the weather oh. can change on a at, dime. In a second, exactly. And at some point, I didn't call it. We collectively made a group decision, mm -hmm. agency clients and everybody involved. Yes, let's call it done. And of course, the next day was sunny and gorgeous. The storm went through the, in the middle of the night and uh, it was a glorious day. And that definitely made a <gasps> lot of people very oh. unhappy. Oh, very yes, unhappy. but that was a collective decision. But in the end, it as was. the producer, it falls on you. Yeah, I know. That, the mm -hmm. other one was great. We decided to shoot. This was a car driving package, right? Mm -hmm. Shooting all these scenarios, beach, Rockies, you know, desert. Yep. And each of them had a little scenario. Somebody pulls up to this diner. They come out of the diner. They come in and change a time. You know, mm -hmm. little scenarios all throughout the thing. And it was raining one day. And we decided, let's shoot through this. Let's shoot in the rain. Yeah. People drive in the rain. It's well, great. It's a great addition. Let's do it. Free rain. I like the common sense involved with it. Yeah. You People right, drive right? in the rain. So let's do it. So we did. So we, sh we were filming through the rain. This was a multi-day shoot. And this fo forecast started to look like it was no longer going to be raining. Oh, boy. But we had more of that scenario to film. So mm. we then had to bring on rain towers to simulate rain so we could match what we had the work oh, we had no. to do in the future in case it was no longer raining oh 
That so, sounds, yeah. I mean, like, that was the turn reverse the water problem. hose on. Exactly. <laughs> like, I would, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, water that's trucks. all they are. They're expensive water hoses. Yeah. Exactly. With water truck following oh, you around. And I don't think we ever still. had to use them. I think it did rain appropriately. Because oh. it was also the level of rain, because it was raining hard. So if it was only sprinkling, it wouldn't have matched. We had to add rain to the rain to make it, <laughs> it was, yeah. I mean, you hope for the best in all of these jobs, right? And I would have to say that 95% of my jobs have gone perfectly. So we're talking about the 5% of the jobs out there. That's when you learn the most, which is why we talk about it on the show to all you dear listeners. Mm -hmm. (laughs) All right. So what are the main takeaways? Bid for the worst case scenario? Yes, definitely bid for the the Always bid for the worst case scenario especially because you have no idea what it's going to be. It's always going to change. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so you want to have your um, the number as beefy as you can going into it so that you're mitigating at least some of their concerns, even though it could double by the time the shoot day roll, really rolls yeah. around. You want it to be bulletproof. Because when you turn it in and if it's beefed up, but unrealistically, they're going to they're gonna sniff that out. So you, right. it needs to be beefed up, but it's got to be bullet. You have to have answers for every piece of money every that's line in number. there. Yeah. And then secondarily, I would say, don't forget to caveat the shit out of it. Caveat like this is based on everything. a week in advance. Like whatever, whenever you're doing the budget, you should just, this is based on a week in advance of this particular city that we're filming in. I mean, mm-hmm. all bets are off once we get into the situation, you know. Everything. You got to caveat it. Yeah. This means uh, with the decision is made by 10 a.m. on Tuesday, the day before, no later, one minute later, it might be mm-hmm. more money, you know, all those, all those things. Caveat, caveat, caveat. Yeah. And then third is to just have those conversations with your, whoever your counterpart is on the agency or client side. Yes. Let them know it's out of your control, what the plans are. If you do have the ability to shift a location, sure, do that. But um, the plan is either we shoot in the rain or we don't shoot that day. Walk them through those scenarios. Mm-hmm. It takes a little bit of hand-holding to make everyone feel safe and that you f- are paying attention. You just yeah, have to- that you're thinking about everything and that you're doing yeah. your job, um, which is everything all the time, endlessly. <laughs> <laughs> in more ways than one, Christian. All the ways. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a delight today. Yes. Uh, how do people get a hold of you? Cheers. Um, SisterChristianProduces.com. Lawrence, if people want you, how do they get you? Ooh, two ways. For voiceover work, which I've been doing so much of and I love, voiceoflawrence.com for producing lawrencetlewis.com. Love it. Thanks, y'all. Love it. Bye. Producers Happy Hour is brought to you with the help of the handsome Christopher Daniels, who is a design and branding specialist, and Brendan Russell at podlad.com, who is our fabulous editor. If you enjoy this podcast and want to dive deeper, subscribe to our listeners' newsletter. Simply go to producershappyhour.com to sign up. Thanks for listening, and remember, enjoy happy hour while you can. Because making shit is hard. Hard. hard.